Steady as She Rose, a podcast about creating authentic online business empires using feminine flow. We're ditching the demanding hustle and replacing it with integrity-infused, juicy, feminine energy that effortlessly attracts our dreamiest clients. Hello, hello, hello. So today we're going to talk about authenticity. Okay, I genuinely want to know, are you struggling with being your authentic self? Just like gut reaction, are you? Okay, just like think about that. Have that question in your mind as we chat. Do you always feel like you need to put like kind of like a front up to people, whether it's like in your business life or your personal life? Do you kind of feel like you need to like wear a persona in order in order to kind of fit the norm a little bit more. If you're feeling like, yes, I definitely do. Like, I just feel like I can't be myself, basically. Like, I can't be my authentic self in, you know, my work life or my personal life or maybe even both. That could mean that you're struggling with some issues of like self self-worth insecurity. So like imposter syndrome. Okay. So quick anecdote. I definitely have some experience in that capacity because I worked in customer service for a while. Um, and I actually worked my way up in customer service. So I worked in restaurants and restaurants are like, that is what they're all about is customer service, like making sure that their guests are happy and satisfied and doing whatever they can to make that happen. And so that's what I did for a long time. And so in order to be in a customer service environment, you kind of have to develop a persona that's separate from yourself. Like it's very difficult to like be authentic because if you were being like authentic and honest at work, you would probably end up getting really frustrated with people and letting them know that you're frustrated with them. And you can't really do that in customer service, unfortunately. So, and then later down the line, when I started working in corporate, I got a new job that was working um, with like a people experience team um, in a completely different industry than restaurants. But I basically realized in that role that because it was client facing. And so it was much more customer service oriented than I had originally thought. And so in doing that, I had this big realization of like, yeah, no, like I did customer service, been there, done that for years. And like, I never want to go back to that. And so unfortunately I was actually laid off from that job. Like where they had to do like a mass layoff because of, because of budgeting reasons. And so in my exit interview, the person who did my interview was like, you know, um, would you want to ever can, can be considered for coming back to the company and in what capacity? And I said, yes, I would definitely consider it. However, I will say that like my biggest takeaway from this is that I do not enjoy um, client facing work, which is super ironic because now like that's what I do is <laughs> like client facing work, like coaching is client facing work. However, I think I've come to realize that what I was really saying was I feel like I can't fully be myself here. I feel like I'm in this like smiley customer service mindset and like I can't be authentic because I'm constantly trying to just please the customer. That is the only goal of the work that I'm currently doing. And so that's really what I was saying at the time. Um, Not that I didn't like client-facing work, but that I just didn't like that kind of client-facing work where it was all about pleasing the client and it was never about 
like focusing on the my authenticity and what I could bring to the table and how I wanted my work to look to others. So I've been throwing around the word authenticity a lot. So what's the difference between just authenticity and honesty? Okay, let's talk about that for a second. I think the key difference is transparency. Okay, now what's the difference between transparency and honesty? Well, I believe transparency is telling the whole truth about something, whether or not it's pretty, basically. So like front loading the information to somebody. Honesty is just simply like you're not telling a lie. With honesty, you could still be leaving out key details, but you're just like excluding. Like technically you're not lying, you're still being honest. Transparency is more of, you know, you're giving like a full holistic view of the situation to the person that you're talking to. Okay. And I think transparency is so, so key for authenticity. And being authentic in itself is really, really vulnerable. And that's why a lot of people, again, like hide behind like a facade or a persona, um, like a very salesy persona of you know, using gimmicks or hopping on trends or something like that. Like they just don't take the time and energy to really, really deeply like dive within themselves and say, like, does this align with my authentic self or not? Now let's talk about authenticity versus comfortability. So I was in my women's group a couple weeks ago. And I was talking with these two amazing women and we were all talking about, they gave us like some, you know, deep question prompts to just chat with each other about. And the, I think the, what I ended up saying out loud in, within regards to a question prompt was, you know, I feel as though being my authentic self is what I'm really trying to prioritize lately. And one of the women said, yeah, absolutely. But it's it's really hard for me sometimes to know if I'm feeling called towards authenticity or if I'm being pulled down towards comfortability, like what makes me comfortable. And I said, wow, that's such a great insight. That's such a great point that oftentimes authenticity and like, you know, driving yourself towards being the most authentic version of you and making your business align with that, it's not always going to be comfortable. It's going to be very uncomfortable sometimes because it's it's potentially new, you know, it's whether it's learning a new skill set or, you know, trying something a different way than how you've done it in the past. It's probably going to be a little uncomfortable at times. However, if it is aligned with your authentic self and what your authentic vision for your business is, you'll do it and it'll just feel so, so good in your body afterwards. Like you'll just be able to feel it in your soul, your intuition, you'll feel it. I thought that was a really great insight though, that she said she often struggled with 
feeling, you know, because I I told her to tap into her intuition and feel if something was feeling authentic to her. And she said, it's really difficult sometimes for me to know if something feels aligned and authentic versus if it just feels like I'm reverting to something that's just comfortable that I've done before, you know, and just kind of settling. And I was like, wow, that's such a great insight. So I love this quote from Brene Brown. She says, Authenticity is a collection of choices we have to make every day. It's about the choice to be real, the choice to be honest, the choice to let our true selves be seen. So when I say authenticity is vulnerability, that is exactly what I am talking about. And vulnerability equals trust building with your audience. That is exactly what it does. That's why I'm such a huge fan of like storytelling marketing, because it just, it's, it tends to reveal this level of vulnerability with your audience to where they can relate to you, you know, and the most vulnerable parts of themselves can relate to you. And then trust building equals recurring sales and long-term clients. Okay. So authenticity equals vulnerability. Vulnerability equals trust building. And then trust building is what equals recurring sales and long-term clients. And a lot of people feel like authenticity is super, super vulnerable because it's never been proven. Okay, so like your original ideas have never actually been proven to work because you're the first person to have them, basically. Okay, so people feel like they need to follow the coaches or, you know, the market research or the proven strategies to get the results they want and that that's the only way. So when I worked at that job that I was laid off from, the the company was super supportive. They were so great and so nice. And multiple people in that company reached out to me asking um, if you know, if I had, if I was applying for other jobs, um, if they could help me in any way, if they could help me by looking over my resume and just making sure that everything was like in tip top shape, um, to the effect that then I would get a job quickly, which was very, very nice, very considerate. So by the time I was about a week into the job hunting process and, you know, I'm the type of person where I love, I love to learn and I, often like in a situation that I'm unsure of, I definitely, I look inward to my intuition, but I definitely also look for any learning opportunities that I can create out of that situation. And then I look for resources to learn. Okay. So at that time I was about a week into job hunting and the, um, I think she was the director of something or other. (laughs) Very, very sweet lady, but I just do not remember her job title. She reached out to me and, you know, to the same effect, she wanted to make sure that I was feeling supported um, in my job hunting and how it was going and everything. And then she very, very nicely offered to review my resume for me. She said, you know, you don't have to take me up on it, but if you want to, I can take a look at your resume and just make sure that, um, you know, it, it reads well and that it's going to provide Um, people who are hiring, like what they're looking for in terms of information about you. And it was such a sweet offer. But at that time I had, it had been a week since I had started job hunting. And I said to her very politely, I said, you know, I'm going to be really honest with you. I have taken many, many people up within the last week. Um, I've taken them up on them reading my resume and providing suggestions. And I just don't know if I can take it anymore. Because what I found is that one person would give me feedback to, you know, take out this chunk there. And then the next person 
would give me the exact opposite feedback. You know, tell me to revert it and phrase it the other way that I had it phrased originally. And it just was this constant back and forth, back and forth, flip-flop process of, you know, revising and then re-revising. And I was just getting very frustrated. And so she totally understood. And she was like, hey, I get it. Just let me know if you need help with anything. Very, very nice. But you know, I kind of, that experience, I kind of realized that it's really, really the same thing when it comes to, you know, entrepreneurship and listening to business coaches out there, basically. I think that there's a lot of coaches that try to pitch their idea as the end all be all. So they'll they'll try to sell you their guide or sell you their course or their subscription or whatnot, basically trying to get you to understand and view it as the end all be all of advice. That is the only advice you will ever need. And there's like so many, so many coaches out there that do it that way. They want you to know that Everyone else is wrong and they are right. And what they're not telling you is that that actually, that it's actually not true. There are many, many, many coaches out there that do what they do very well and they do it in different ways. They have different styles of, you know, selling, they have different styles of attracting an audience, of running their business, et cetera, et cetera. And they all work for them and they work for other people too. But that's the beauty of it is that they're all different styles. So you can accomplish the same or or a similar goal in many different ways. You know, there's another way of saying it. My old coworker always used to say this to me. There's a thousand ways to get to grandma's house. It's just a matter of which one you want to take. So when I talk about tapping into your inner knowing, tapping into your intuition, that's where you really, really need to have a very clear idea of who you are and what exactly you are trying to accomplish with your business. What is your why? Because that is going to really, really help you in knowing how you want your marketing to work. Because there's many different types and styles of marketing for your business out there. It's just a matter of finding which one works for you. And there have been plenty of coaches that I've seen out there who just, I just feel like they have this like desperate energy (laughs) about them. And that's what they're telling other people to do as well. It's not organized. There's not really any rhyme or reason to it. They're like, oh, just post these random little silly videos with no strategy And people will buy this product from you and you'll make money. And that's the only thing that they're doing. And it just feels so desperate. It felt like people were just trying to like grasp at straws. Like there's so many coaches. Like if you, if you dive into that world or have dove, dove into that world ever, you know, there's so many coaches out there that are trying to guarantee you a large sum of money in a very short amount of time. And that's just not like, in my personal opinion, I don't want to say it's not realistic for anyone because it is. People do it for sure. But it's not realistic for everyone. And it just depends. Like you just cannot predict it. And that was my problem was that there were coaches saying that they could predict that this was going to be your outcome. 
And I'm like, well, you don't know that that's going to be their outcome. Like, stop guaranteeing it, basically. Your authentic self is, your, your purpose is always going to align with your authentic self. Okay. So what you are meant to be doing in the world, whether it's coaching, whether it's cooking, whether it's, you know, selling digital marketing products, et cetera, et cetera, like that's should always feel aligned with what your authentic self is. If it doesn't, for whatever reason, if you are not like over the moon ecstatic and like you feel like your soul is just so full then something's wrong. Because remember, authenticity equals vulnerability. And then that equals trust building. And then that equals recurring sales and long-term clients. Because we're not trying to build businesses full of short-term clients. Like, oh, I'm just going to buy this one product and then that's it, that I'm out. No, we're trying to create a long-term client who will travel through your offer suite fully on their journey to success. That's what we want to do. Now, of course, there's going to be like the little like onesie twosie people who, you know, feel like they don't need your full offer suite. Maybe they just need one thing here or there that they're kind of trying to, you know, piece it together on their own, or maybe they have some of the information, but you have the missing piece that they just need to learn about. That's fine. But on the whole, our biggest goal is to create a long-term client that has access to every single product in your offer suite. Now, that's not to say that they need to purchase every single one of those products individually. I know plenty of people where when they get to the point that they have a really, really robust offer suite, they'll do like a subscription and then they'll toss all of their offerings into that subscription so that their clients can get like maximum benefit essentially. I actually just saw one person the other day launch her subscription site and she's incredible. She's amazing. And I love her vibe. I love her, her offer suite, et cetera. And I was hoping that she would launch a subscription site soon because I just felt in my gut, like it was going to, it was going to come soon for her because she has a great offer suite. And she decided to do um, a subscription that was, it was like $97 a month for a subscription website. But if you paid a full year up front, you got like a 30% discount. Okay. And that's how you end up doing it for, and that's how you end up building those long-term clients is you get people who are really interested in your full offer suite, okay? And they're they're just like craving information because you're just being so authentic and you're storytelling to them, you're being super vulnerable and they can relate to you, okay? And they want to do what you're doing. They trust you. And that's how you get the recurring sales, the returning customers, whatever you want to call it, the long-term clients. Thank you, my loves. I love having these conversations with you so, so much. I hope that you have an amazing day. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Steady As She Rose and on Facebook, Steady As She Rose podcast. 